Welcome to our brand new podcast, The Great and Grind Podcast. We decided to start a podcast together because we are a couple who've been together for almost six years. Not seven. I made a mistake. Um, Or as my kitchen rules essay likes to call it, soon to be engaged. Yep. (laughs) We'll be discussing a range of topics uh, from personal to giving social commentary alongside some friends. So thank you for listening and joining us on this journey. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's like, it's our first one. Um, I mean, why did we decide to go into this? Like, before we even get going. Shout out to Lilibo Kondile. (laughs) Is that why? I feel like we decided to have a podcast before that. No, we did. We did. But I think the outside, oh, I think lockdown. Having nothing better to do. Yeah, and also like I think some of the topics, like like the topic we're going to discuss tonight um, or in this episode, <clears throat> sorry, was actually the catalyst for us to actually decide to do it. Yeah. So um, our intro music was provided or produced or composed by the super talented Crescent Martian. Uh, we'll leave the link to his SoundCloud page in the description. So yeah. And our audio engineer is none other than Odie Prodab. Shut up. <laughs> the man himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but I think, yeah, let's jump. Let's dive straight into the deep end and let's tackle the sensitive topic of weight and body image. Janice said, uh, hi, do I look fat today? And I, I looked at her. Whoa, whoa, oh. whoa. You looked at her? <laughs> you never look. Mm. <laughs> You just answer. It's like a reflex. Do I look fat? No. I know a few things about that. <laughs> so, like, what was your history, or what is your history with weight and body um, image? Yeah, what is my history? Um, basically, growing up, I played sports. I did gymnastics. I did ballet. I also did other, like, team sports. And so I was always active... Um, I was never small or thin, but always fit. Um, up until, yeah, even university, I was still fairly active, still running, still working out. But I always felt big or bigger. Yeah. Always. Even when I was at my fittest or most active. And I think I really became unfit, I would say, like, post first year of university but who doesn't yeah exactly but but i mean like how did that like affect you like did you were you aware of that growing up like were you aware of your weight or how you felt about your body about your weight oh for sure i feel like any girl throughout like as soon as you hit puberty one you're like what the fuck's going on like I remember oh like I think I was in gymnastics and I just remember because we always wore leotards and I remember like sort of starting to hit puberty at like 14 or something like that and getting hips and hips in a leotard stand out a lot more than (laughs) straight legs and I was like okay and I think my mom would even say because on my dad's side, we're yeah. hippier. They are hippier, hippier women. <laughs> and my mom would say, oh, that's your dad's side's, you know, kind of body. Mm. That's what, you know, you're getting your dad's side's hips and bums type of thing. Yeah. So it's like, so even at home, it was something that was not necessarily highlighted, but it was like, you know, something that was mentioned from time to time. And I'm sure yeah, it was. Yeah, commentary. Back. I think everyone... 
I think most women deal with weight issues and if you're a mother or a parent or whatever the case may be, you also like whatever issues you have, you sort of mm. bring up or they somehow come to the forefront as well. And I think I internalized it more than I needed to because yeah. I remember there was this guy, Vilani, in primary school and he used to call me Carl Miller. And this was like grade four or five. I remember the story. And I definitely internalized it and thought, oh my God, he's calling me a cow because I'm big or bigger. And like years later, somehow it came up and he's like, nah, it's not, it's because it rhymes with your name. Like his reason was so innocent and like playful and silly. Yeah. And he was like, it's definitely has nothing to do with how you look. I mean, that was grateful. Yeah. But I internalized yeah. it that way. So, I mean, that's insane because like, I mean, for me, I don't think I ever um, had or, or I wasn't rather, I wasn't aware of weight um, growing up in the sense that like for me, it was never like a thing of, I, I knew I was always 75 kgs. I, I would never, I was like, I was always fluctuating either 76 or whatever the case might be. And I was like, in terms of sport, like you said, I also I was always sporty as well. Yeah. Um, so for me, it was like, if I wanted to be bigger, like my mates who were either playing like, either like in the first team or yeah. in rugby or whatever the case might be, who, but it was more muscle. And so I was made, I guess, made fun of to an extent sometimes because you were skinny I was grown and like necessarily grown I wasn't like fit or toned like some yeah. other guys um, who played sports so that was I think that's where um, I think body image and um, weight for me came in terms of school um, but in terms of family though um, it was also again never in closer like we say if JB oh it's like oh you're having it's nice times now you yeah. know, um, whatever the case might be, it's like, oh, oh, I remember your aunt at the airport saying, yeah, you that see, to us. you know, so things like that. It's like, oh, okay, now, oh, wow, now you, you're living the good exactly, life, living the good life now, you're making money, you're doing this, whatever the case might be. So that was the extent, and then, like, um, I guess, like, people, the commentary again, mm. it was, you need to eat. You need, to, you need to make sure, like, you know, keep eating. There's no such thing as not eating and, like, you like, no or healthy eating or whatever the case might be. It's like, you Was know, that you, just specifically for you? Well, I think... Because I feel like even, I mean, I've heard your aunt and some of your family, female family members talk about dieting and eating healthy. Yeah, but I think as well in the diet, I think that came later on um, in life, I suppose, like... But earlier on, when like we you were growing up, as we're kids. not growing up as kids and stuff like it. It was never like the diet was rice, <laughs> meat, nyama. and starch and yama. Exactly, essentially, and I mean to a point where <laughs> things have never changed, and that's why I don't eat rice to this day. So, did you ever feel like being skinny was like a negative thing or scrawny? Were you like, did you internalize that? Were you upset about it, or was it just like, oh, it's a matter of fact? I am skinny, and if I want to get buff, I'll get. Oh, I'll try, attempt at getting buff. Okay, she is on another level today. Yeah, I think I think it was m more so um, a matter of fact kind of thing, um, because like you know, I was like, okay, cool. Oh, people are doing protein or protein shakes now, or whatever the case might be. So I'm like, okay, if I do, if I if I also need to put on weight, then. I guess I'm gonna have to take these protein shake mass builders and all this, these kind of things. So I think, but more so, but I think um, 
at the end of the day, it was more matter of fact. Uh, yeah. Oh, so you th- you're, are you skinny now or are you bigger now? And literally the first thing when you go back to the lollies or whatever, the first thing they will comment on, like my aunt did with you at the airport, is what you look like. Oh, you've put on weight or you've lost weight. Are you sick? Are you, it's like, yeah. weird. <laughs> you know, but now, okay, let's, let's bring it to ourselves, to our relationship now. Okay. Well, I think like obviously the context matters. That's why we yeah. sort of gave a four thing before of our yeah. relationship with weight and whatever. Because when we started, when we met each other, yeah, I was yeah, yeah. a very sexy, had a great body, <laughs> university student. <laughs> I was running. I was fit. Yes, queen. Yes, queen. Yes, queen. What are you trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> that. The body that you met me with was was not not too bad, <laughs> um, and you, you yourself. I mean, when I met you, you were running fifteen k's, yeah, and you were super lean, even though you were eating KFC every day. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Stayed after a run. Yeah, but I mean, like, so the, here's an interesting question. Like, in terms of that, before we delve deep into what weight and stuff means into with when it comes to our relationship but how does it make you feel like when you say things like okay when i met you you were um you know you your body was different or whatever the case might be for a lack of a better word correct me but to say like you were smaller um but <gasps> how <laughs> did you no, so so like how would it make you feel or how does it make you feel if like i respond to that by saying, um, no, babe, I think you're still sexy now and it's not, you know. I find it patronizing, to be honest. It's really annoying when I tell you facts. Mm -hmm. You know, I know at the end of the day, I'm almost 30. I definitely don't have the same body I had when I was 21. Yeah. Um, And very few people do. Yeah, it's patronizing. Like you're almost trying to divert or not be sincere or genuine about what my body looks like. I didn't, when I say, oh, I was smaller or I was, or I preferred my body then or whatever, yeah. when I make comments of the past and your response is, oh, but you're sexy now. It's like, okay, but I didn't ask you that. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm talking of like, I sometimes I think in a relationship, the issue of weight is so sensitive that sometimes the immediate response is to be like, not defensive, but almost like, oh, let me just say what this person wants to hear. And it's like, to mm. me, in a relationship, I want honesty. Yeah. And I don't mean be awful or horrible, or whatever the case may be. I think being considerate and caring in that, but just be honest. Like, I never mentioned sexiness when I said, oh, I was smaller, yeah. t- like 10 years ago. Yeah. And I mean, it's like that, the clip now that we played now at the beginning of the show with um, the Friends clip uh, where Ross is like, just say no. Yeah. I think it's that talks to that point of you saying that, you know, it's like uh, being uh, not necessarily negative, uh, defensive. And I can I can agree with, with you on that because it's, I think also not necessarily to be defensive, but from my side, that's why I think it's, it is important for us as males or us mm-hmm. as uh, partners when those kind of things uh, brought up that we we don't we know how it makes other person feel. I, I don't want to make you feel patronized at the end of the day, but it, at the, it also doesn't mean that I don't think it's true. You know, 
to if yeah, it's the same no, thing, no, you know? fair enough. I think also, I mean, you were saying as a male or as a male partner, I need to be considerate of X, Y, and Z, and it's like, mm, yeah, sure, but I think also let's not also pretend like as men you don't also have issues with yeah, no, for sure, and 100%. I think I mean in our own relationship that has come up. Um, before where you've internalized your own weight gain and that's come out in whatever way in our relationship. So I feel like it's a two-way street. I think the weight stigma and issues around weight or even negative feelings towards it, I think play out differently between men and women, but still are very much there. Yeah, and I think also it's like, um, I mean, we were talking before, well, I mean, you speak all the time, you live together, but uh, (laughs) we were speaking just before we recorded that, like, you know, we want to speak about discussions and dinner table uh, discussions or whatever, talks or whatever the case might be, but... um, Where are you going with this? (laughs) um, Where am I going with this? Um, What I was trying to say, (laughs) what I was trying to say was, oh, what I was trying to say was like, you know, because of the way we were raised, um, for instance, myself, uh, self-awareness or or looking in inwards when it comes to things like weight and politics and other things. Or just things. introspection yeah, introspe- in general. In general, it was never... Not, I don't think it's about specifically how you're raised, yeah. but it's, it, it's not a required tool that people expect from men. Yeah. People, like society in general doesn't expect men to think deeply about things and there's a certain privilege that men walk through the world with that's why you don't have to internalize or introspect or think deeply about certain issues yeah. whereas i think that's changing now and the expectation is there but before men could just be like whatever or not answer to anything or not have you know not provide a deeper insight into their own lives and the lives of people around them yeah well i think look yes definitely it is changing um but i think as well it it is up to us as individual men, I guess, or like our small circle of friends. I mean, this we can go into this topic for forever. But there are a few subjects we're not going to get into tonight. Yeah, but let's yeah, run weight. Yeah, but <laughs> I can talk about <laughs> young men. <laughs> yeah, but like at the end of the day, it's that thing of you know because of where we are now in our relationship, I've been able to. I've also learned to introspect and what does it mean for myself. Um, what does weight well, mean? Oh, wait, I mean, he's wait. he's lying to you guys I'm not. because the start. <laughs> I'm not because I, I I view weight differently than what I did. Fair, but you don't. You still don't introspect purely on your own. I mean, just the other day you spent hours thinking about a topic, and you really just touched the surface, babes. Yeah, but. Uh, uh, but what I'm trying to say to you... Let's unpack our whole relationship this episode. <laughs> no, what I'm trying to say to you is that, like, you know, when it comes to the topic um, of weight and how it has affected our relationship, um, you know... No, fair enough, fair enough. We've been yes. able to have... I think it was two days or three days ago we were able to sit down and literally quietly have a calm discussion about each of our journeys. Yeah. And so I think for me, it's always been a sore topic. And as a woman watching your body change through various times, and I think I'm at my biggest now, but even five years ago when I wasn't even half the size, um, I still felt yeah. 
unhappy and insecure about my weight, even though I probably weighed a good 15 to 20 kgs less than this. Um, So I think like at every stage of my life, weight has been a concern or an issue, whatever. But I think I was just sharing with Odidi the other day that I'm in a different place and that, you know, I think through reading and talking to friends and growing, you kind of want to be able to figure it out at some point. You know, I don't want to be 40 and trying to, diet or kill myself or hate my no <laughs> I didn't mean I mean kill I wanted to finish that sentence and say kill myself exercising <laughs> not necessarily <laughs> kill myself yeah, I meant with exercise that was the pre-warmer to get you ready for the warmer to get you ready for the pre-workout followed by the workout which precedes the post-workout um or diet or like constantly be concerned around how I look and feel this way So I was saying to him, I want to, you know, just get back into, when I was in Japan, I had a lot of alone time, (laughs) a lot, and I was able to introspect a lot, and I sort of read a lot about intuitive eating and body positivity and how, just not to, I mean, I guess we can put links at the bottom of this podcast or whatever, but just stuff about how dieting and all these different fads, you know, paleo, I can't even... What was that guy's name? What, um, the one who said Banting, what's his name? Banting. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like all these different diets you have, these cleansers, these whatever, they just, they're just all different versions of disordered eating and those are illnesses, you know. So I think like, and every woman has some sort of, or every person, because men are also, um, and trance, and so many groups within society also suffer with um, those kind of things. Where was I going with this? Oh, what I was saying was that I wanted to become more intuitive, and that just means listening to my body. So not restricting, not putting restrictions up on foods, but listening, if I'm full and I've started eating halfway through a chocolate that I don't need to shove the rest of it into my mouth, listen to my body and be able to say, okay, I've had enough. Or if I want to eat a slab of chocolate for dinner, do that and not feel the need to restrict myself later or what you just, yeah, just essentially just listening to my body and loving it a bit better. Yeah. I mean that there's a lot in there. I mean, and as your partner as well, I mean, we've lived together and, I've experienced your highs and your lows and vice versa. And so like, even for me, when I'm on this side, on on the other side and I'm watching it from the outside rather, and I'm watching how it it affects you, um, I feel, you know, sometimes I do feel like helpless. And I'm like, what do I do? Uh, You know, to the point where, you know, I mean, we spoke about this other day when I was like, you know, Sometimes I don't know how to approach the topic when when you're talking about when you're speaking about body and we're talking about weight. I sometimes yeah. don't know how to approach the topic because I'm like, okay, like telling me to sleep when I'm hungry, <laughs> <laughs> sleep or work or do something. Well, I was just I was just saying, keep busy. Maybe you'll be full later. <laughs> well, yeah, you won't yeah, notice. I'll get full on Microsoft Word. You won't notice that you are hungry, um, but like. You know, but it's like, you know, so for me, the way that you, you were saying that like the intuitive eating and stuff, you found coping mechanisms or mechanisms or tools to help you 
work through it and stuff while you're in, especially while you're in Japan. Yeah. Um, so for me as well, I think I felt the, that like, you know, if I essentially watch or mirror you, in, especially when it comes to these topics, it's like, okay, go off her energy, go off what she is addressing or and then to know it, what or when to say what. Come again. Or keep quiet, essentially, you know, because I'm like, okay, yeah. maybe that's my coping mechanism. That's how I deal. And because at the end of the day, I don't want to, A, hurt you or say something hurtful. Yes, I've, I have in the past, which was yeah. ugly. Um, and so, you know. We won't, I won't, I won't even utter the words he said to me. Yeah. But, you know, again, <laughs> like, like you mentioned earlier, it was, it was because I was projecting. No, what, for you know, sure. I was projecting what, how I was feeling about myself. Yeah, you know, and which in which negatively impacted you, which I think everybody does in a relationship is that your insecurities or how you feel, you do sort of put them on your partner. You know, you there's times where maybe even Odidi never saw anything wrong with my body, but I would think, oh, he probably thinks I'm fat or disgusting or whatever, and he's never felt that way, or even uttered words like that and then when he felt some type of way about his body he you know reflected that onto me so I think like we do that a lot in relationships not only pertaining to weight but mm. obviously this is this topic's about weight yeah. where, and it's it's honestly a difficult thing to say oh you shouldn't project onto your partner but it's almost like a, it's a difficult thing to do I mean you have to be so conscious and aware constantly and yeah sometimes your guard lets down and you God lets you down, eh? <laughs> Sometimes you let down your God. <laughs> and it happens. Yeah. yeah. No, it does. And I mean, as we're approaching the end of our very first episode as of our Great and Grand podcast. Oh, by the way, um, for those who don't know, you will get to know Great and Grind, but... Great is... Uh, I'm, I'm great. Yeah, and I'm great. And it's not sexual. Yeah. It, uh, <laughs> just, just by the way. It was, it was just to give you the history. I mean, we're at the end of the episode, but... Um, we'll tell you some other time. Okay, okay. Like, tell no, we don't have to tell these people. Okay, then we don't. Just, I'm great. Camilla's great and Odidi is great. Yep. And that's our little thing from the beginning of our relationship and it still stands today. Yes, and it still stands. What I was getting to um, is that like, Communications also been a thing in our relationship. I'm sure it will be an episode, but definitely. But for us to be able to sit down and have conversations like this, and not just to have it amongst ourselves, but to share them with you guys uh, that are listening, it's I mean, it's it's a step I th think for us in the right direction and to continue to grow yawn. as a couple. Yawn. <laughs> well, <laughs> yawn. <laughs> Well, then, I'm not going to say anything else. No, I just mean as in, like, anyway. I mean, we're lifting the veil, so, and letting yeah, people in. Yeah, but I so. feel like also, until you hear the things that, until I, until I see the rawest version of OTD on this podcast, then the veil hasn't been lifted. What do you mean? <laughs> people think that this guy is such a sweet, sensitive man. <laughs> and I can't wait for the world to see that this relationship is equal and fair and we all have our burdens to bear. No, it's definitely equal and fair for the most part. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what do you mean? I mean, like, you know, there's so many things. I mean, for instance, you, like today, 
Camilla's like, I'm torturing her by wanting to wash the dishes. I'm like, what? Because <laughs> he he did them. T- you know why? It's you just because you're doing too much. No, I'm not doing too much. Okay. Um, anyways, um, <laughs> um, but be, yeah. So before we end, uh, what did we agree? So the other day when we did speak about weight, what did we agree on moving forward and how to deal with it? I think one of the things was that. Um, I wanted you to to still be honest with me. I mean, I'm not saying say, wow, you're so freaking fat or wow, yeah. you've gained 10 kgs. But I think to be able to have an honest conversation and say, oh, yeah, you are bigger. Or if I'm obviously if I'm asking, don't give me unsolicited advice on my weight. But if I, you know, if we're talking about weight and it's in a calm and. Yeah place and preferably not when I'm PMSing, then <laughs> we can have that discussion and I would like some honesty on his part. Yeah, and I mean, I think we essentially decided that um, to have, when we have those conversations, it should be in a, in a forum where it's like, it's a conversation, yeah, it's not necessarily not like a argument, debate, yeah, not yeah. argument or anything like that. And it's, it's open and, you know, and I think that's where we, dis- that's what we decided to do going forward and to not necessarily walk on eggshells. Yeah, I think that was the biggest takeaway from the discussion we had about weight is that in a relationship, so many times you're walking on eggshells or you're trying to say the right thing or you don't want to offend yeah. somebody. And I think when you're in a relationship, you know your partner, so you know how to talk to them. And I think it's just to be considerate, but also be honest. Don't tell me I'm sexy when I'm asking you about whether I've gained 10 kgs. <laughs> like, yeah. That's not answering my question or honoring the conversation that we're having. So I think it's just about being open, honest, direct, as well as just being considerate. Noted. Cool. Um, but let's leave it on th- on that on that note. But um, to entice you guys a bit, and our episode two essentially is going to be an, a follow-up episode where we'll be, we will be inviting Onida... Our friend Onida Cooper and Mawe Tusoga yeah. um, to discuss weight in society and within relationships. Yeah, and I mean, they're able exactly. to give us our feedback. Yeah. Also, my bank account details are <laughs> as follows. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so we will be, yeah, so that's episode two. That'll be episode yeah. two. And um, I mean, if you guys have any questions or have any feedback, please share, share it with us. Um, but yeah, we've had fun. I've had fun recording this. Um, yeah, this was a lukewarm one. I give it a geez. four out of six. Well, <laughs> always kind of Camilla for honesty. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. Bye, guys. Good night. <laughs>